Hi, I'm Kate Boyle, and welcome to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you health information from diet and lifestyle to movement and nutrition. My aim is to bring you bite-sized pieces of information that you can instigate into your everyday life to change your health. everyone and welcome back to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. I'm your host Kate Boyle and I hope you've had an amazing week this week as we get ready to dive into sharing about what are the biggest benefits of a regular Pilates practice. Now you guys know I'm obviously a huge fan of Pilates. I've been teaching Pilates for nearly 20 years which kind of shocked me the other day and shocked one of my clients when she said oh you don't look that old. I said well you know I did start teaching when I was 21. So I started quite young in the Pilates field and I've obviously been a devotee ever since sharing the Pilates method and its benefits with thousands of men and women over the years and kids, you know, so from all ages. Now, before we dive into this week's episode, I just wanted to let you know that my free five-day fully charged challenge is kicking off on Monday the 13th of November and this challenge is set to be bigger than ever. So if you haven't joined before, definitely join me. These five days we're going to be just developing really small healthy habits in under 15 minutes a day and you'll also get to do Pilates with me. So sign up, head on over to the show notes to do that now. I can't wait to see you all in the challenge. It's going to be an amazing week. So talking about the benefits of a regular Pilates practice and regular being the word here because like anything that we do it's the consistency in the you know method that we're doing that makes a huge difference if we are you know learning the violin and we're only playing once a month we're really not going to see a lot of benefits you know a lot of improvements and the same thing happens with Pilates so any, you know, sport, rehab, method of your choice, you really want to be practicing consistently. And what does that look like? That is one of the biggest questions I get asked from new clients is how many times a week should I be doing Pilates? Now, it's obviously a bit different for everybody because if you are in, you know, early stages of rehabbing an injury or you're in severe pain, then doing a little bit of Pilates every day is going to be really beneficial. If you're just doing it for maintenance and building strength, then usually I suggest, you know, two to three times a week. And that could be, you know, a one hour session, you know, in a Pilates studio and then twice a week at home, you know, doing anywhere between 10 minutes and an hour or 30 minutes generally, you know, just to really maintain and build strength and mobility and flexibility. So it's really individual for every person. But you know, again, one of the benefits is it's really flexible. So diving into our first benefit, and that is you can do Pilates anywhere, anytime with no equipment at all, or being in a studio with lots of big equipment. So whether or not, you know, you prefer to work out from home just because you have a really busy lifestyle and you just don't know when you're going to be able to squeeze in that workout. And at the spare of the moment, you want to be able to do that. That's why Pilates is amazing because you can unroll a mat or find, you know, a towel or just pull up your carpet and do a short workout. 
And part of the reason why I developed my Mind Movement Health membership, you know, with all our Pilates workouts is so that you have that flexibility to do it anywhere, anytime. A client told me recently, and she will be listening into this podcast, that she was away on holiday recently and she'd just sneak off, you know, because she's a member of the membership, she'd sneak off just to fit in, you know, a 15 or 20 minute workout because she knew for her body, if she kept that going while she was away, she would feel so much better. So one of the benefits of Pilates is being able to do it anywhere, anytime. And it doesn't have to be complicated. So you can have a simple five-minute sequence that you do. You can have some lovely small props like the Pilates ring or a Pilates ball or a TheraBand. You know, things like a TheraBand and a massage ball are easy to take away with you when you go on holidays or if you're moving around a little bit with work. But, you know, then having your weekly class where you can pop in and use the Reformer and the Cadillac and the Wonder Chair and really expand on, you know, those exercises you're doing at home can be fantastic too. But it also means that you have lots of options for your budget, whether or not, you know, you can just do it at home and save a bit of money, or, you know, you want to invest and work in a studio with an instructor, then that's the, you know, lovely thing of it is that there are options out there for you to use. So that is one of the reasons why I do love doing Pilates. And for myself, you know, going away, you often get tight. You may be traveling, sitting on planes or buses or trains. And so just being able to get where you are and, you know, do five minutes where you can just, you know, pop down on the floor or even do it standing, connect with your body and the principles of Pilates, you know, connecting to your breath, coordination, sensing entering, you know, these principles serve you really well in everything that you're doing. Okay, so one of my other favorite things that, you know, one of the biggest benefits of doing Pilates is that you can minimize or eliminate your pain. And this is where I work with a lot of clients in person and online. You know, they come to me and they say, you know, I've been referred by my physio, my chiro, my osteo, because I have insert here, you know, lower back pain or hip pain or foot pain or neck pain, or I've just had a hip replacement, or I've got to go in for a surgery because I have a hernia. So there is a plethora, you know, of, you know, injuries that Pilates can help. And again, the fantastic thing is, even if you have just had a hip replacement, there are Pilates exercises that you can do. You can still do a workout. If you, you know, have injured your neck, I had a client recently, she broke her elbow. And so she's had her surgery and she's in that really early stages where she needs to just keep the weight off the elbow, you know, just to allow that final little bit of healing done. And she's like, can I still come in and do class. And I'm like, sure, we can still work your legs and your core and your upper back. You know, we can leave that elbow alone. So being able to adapt the method and the exercises to where you're at is amazing. And then especially in the line of rehab, you know, probably the biggest thing that people come to me for, you know, is lower back pain or hip pain. Generally, you know, we get lots of others, but being able to connect to your core and your pelvic floor and your core. Remember, I've spoken about the core before, not just being your pelvic floor, but all four sets of your abdominal muscles, your uh, hip flexors, your multifidus in your back, so and your diaphragm are all connected to form that core. So because Pilates has a huge you know, focus on the breath, learning how to breathe, learning how to be present in our body, because it's really hard to focus on your diaphragm movement and your lungs expanding and 
um, dropping in when you're thinking about what you've got to get for dinner and, you know, do when you get home, you really need to be present in your body. So being present means that we can really focus on activating certain, certain muscles, switching on our pelvic floor if that's something you need to focus on. But generally, you know, just being aware of your pelvic floor is really important. Whether or not you're having issues with your pelvic floor right now, you may do further down the track or you may have in the past. So just highlighting our pelvic floor and our core connection can be really great for our overall strength, our balance, our agility, and just everyday life. So being able to, you know, catch that train, have to, you know, run a little bit faster, reach up and grab something awkward. A few clients have told me they've had to lift really heavy things recently moving and they were really surprised that they one, could lift it, and two, they didn't feel sore the next day. And they said to me, you'll be really proud of me. I engaged my core, you know, I, you know, bent my knees, you know, made sure everything was active and on. And I'm like, that's amazing. So the skills that you pick up in Pilates, you can then transfer to everyday life. So really building on that strength, on your flexibility and mobility, and firing up the small postural muscles. So I think that's the other thing, you know, Pilates, Pilates gets that name that it's all about, you know, some breathing and stretching. But really, you know, Joseph Pilates developed this method so that the whole body was working together optimally. Our big global muscles, so, you know, things like our quads and our hammies, those muscles that tend to take over, and then those smaller postural muscles that we often forget about and maybe don't get worked as much when we're doing those really big compound movements like squats and lunges. And it's really interesting when, you know, we might be doing some sideline work and we're switching on your glute med and your glute minimus and climbing clients are like, this is such a small movement, but my goodness, it burns. And I'm like, yeah, because we're switching on these smaller muscles and we're trying to connect everything together. So our form is really important and our awareness is important as well, connected to our breath, but also our body awareness. And that is our next benefit of Pilates is developing our body awareness and our connection to our body. So you think, well, why is body awareness so important? Why is it so good? Well, one, it stops us from hurting ourselves. So we're less likely to, you know, stub our toe or, you know, you've had those days where you've like walked into the door or the, you know, doorway and you think, what am I doing? It is there. How could I not have spatially, you know, been aware and I've knocked into it? Uh, but Pilates helps with that. So it helps you to be more aware of your surroundings, more aware of where your body is in space and where it moves in space. So you have that better spatial awareness. On top of that, building your body connection, you know, being aware when you can feel that you have pain, you know, that you're, you know, may not be feeling amazing in your abdominals or your tummy. Maybe you've got a stomach upset. Maybe you're stressed about something, but you didn't realize how much tension your body was holding. And that's one of the things that people often come into class and they'll, you know, lie down on the Cadillac and we'll pop the massage balls in under their glutes to do a bit of release, or they'll lie down on the foam roller and they'll let out this really big sigh. And they go, I didn't even realize how tight I was or how much tension I was holding or how tense my shoulders are until I've taken this moment to just stop, drop into my body 
and B. And so building that awareness is amazing because then we can connect to our bodies, we can do exercises to release or strengthen or whatever we need before it gets too much and develops into pain or an injury. So we can keep on top of everything, humming away with each other and working in unison without causing pain or injury or, you know, feeling that you're limited in any way in your movement. So one of the other reasons that I really love Pilates. And then, you know, thinking about age-wise, you know, there's a lot of people that find that for certain sports or, you know, activities, they get to a certain age and they feel like it's past them, that they really, you know, they can't, you know, run like they used to because they have osteoarthritis in their knees or, you know, they get hip pain after they run. But Pilates is one of those amazing things that you can do it at any age. So I have taught kids as young as seven. And obviously when we teach kids, it's very different to when we're teaching adults because we're trying to make the method fun. But the principles of the centering and the balance and the coordination and the breath, et cetera, are all the same. So we just bring that into a more playful way when we're incorporating exercises. And I've worked with, you know, kids that have been doing Pilates for their sport, kids that have just been doing Pilates to connect, learn to connect to their body, bring some calmness into their life, connect to their breath. So, you know, a of reasons of why, which is the same as adults. And one of my clients the other day, she's 82. And she said, you know, another client that was in said, you can't be 82, you move too well. And she said, I only move well because I do Pilates. She said, you know, before I started Pilates, I had lower back pain, you know, I had hip pain. And since I've been doing Pilates, I move so much better, which is amazing for our bodies as we get older. Plus, you all know if you've been listening to the podcast that as women, as we reach perimenopause and then menopause and our hormones start changing and our estrogen levels start to drop and cortisol, our stress hormone, you know, it's a little bit harder to regulate, then that's where Pilates can be an amazing tool because we can connect to our breath, because we can drop back into that parasympathetic state, that rest and digest state, slow down our heartbeat, you know, slow down that, you know, racing mind and really focus on being present and which helps to lower our cortisol levels, which when we have lower cortisol levels, we're not only going to focus better, it's going to be easier to lose weight. It's We're going to have you know less uh, risk of developing disease and cancers, and then also an improved immunity and improved energy. So, you know, we need cortisol. It's important, you know, cortisol rises in the morning to help make sure that we, you know, wake up and we have that energy for our day. But throughout the day, it shouldn't be peaking. We need to have, you know, ebbs and flows because once it stays too high for too long a period of time, that's when we can have things like adrenal fatigue. And you might not even get to that point. You might just feel fatigued. You might just have that weight around the middle, around that tummy area that you just can't budge no matter what you do. You eat really well, you exercise, you feel like you get good sleep, but you just can't get rid of that weight around the middle. And that is cortisol's fault. Because if we have, you know, too high cortisol, then our body will hold on to the weight and that's where it tends to store it. 
So coming back to my point, that's why Pilates is so amazing because it can really help us downregulate our nervous system, reduce our stress levels, and then reduce our peaks of cortisol. Now, don't get me wrong, if you really want to work hard in Pilates, like my instructor does with me, more often than not, being an instructor, you know, she will push me, you know, towards my limits, but she knows me so well. And I also have such a trust in that relationship that if it's too much, you know, I'll say, I can only do seven and then I need to take a short break and then I'll do the next three. And that's what I always say to my clients. You need to listen to your body. You know, I've given you that number of reps because I know you can do it, but if you need to break it down and do seven and three or five and five, then it's totally fine, okay? So another reason that Pilates is amazing is that we can, you know, there's so many classes that you go to and it's like you have to do 50 of these and 50 of these and you feel like you have to do it because everybody else is doing it and it's that mentality that you've got to keep up you know but Pilates has always been about listening to your body so if your instructor says I need you to do 20 but at 10 you feel like no that's enough maybe I'm starting to feel my lower back you know a client will say to me oh you know I'm actually starting to feel my lower back I'll be like okay great let's check in with your position you know, make sure that you're not over-engaging the wrong muscles, make sure that your spine is, you know, in neutral or wherever we may be, and we will reevaluate. And if they are fatigued, then we'll move on to another exercise where we can still get the same outcome, but not stress that area of the body in the same way that it feels like it's causing pain. So, you know, being able to adapt and have that relationship with your instructor is really important. It's one that I really value with my clients and one that I value with my own instructor. And I think that makes a huge difference when you're trying to get outcomes from your exercise. And those outcomes could be, you know, I just want to be able to move better or I'm training for a marathon or I want to overcome my, you know, shoulder pain, whatever it may be, having that trust is super important. So finding that with someone that you can work with is important as well. And whether or not you're doing that in person or online, you know, with this day and age, there is so much availability that it's fantastic. So, you know, definitely look for that in your classes. And then finally, you know, one of the other things that I really love about Pilates is that, you know, and one of the major benefits is that we can work both strength and flexibility at the same time. So some people need to work on strength more. If you have a hypermobile body, you know, if you have just had an injury or surgery, then we may be really focusing on building strength back up. On the flip side, you know, if I have somebody that has a lot of pain, you know, maybe we need to work on the mobility of the joint first. And then once we start to get to mobility back, then we can start to build strength. So we can really focus on the individual But within the same exercise, we will have strength work and mobility work happening at the same time, which I don't think you get in a lot of other methods. You do in, in, you know, different ones. You know, yoga is probably more, a lot of the time, depending on the type of yoga that you do, it's all, you know, different. 
but it tends to have more of a stretch effect and you hold stretches for periods of time. Pilates were moving through positions and we're contracting muscles and then we're releasing and activating others to get, I feels like more of a harmonious balance through strength and mobility. And that's what's really lovely through these exercises is again, we're working our global and our postural muscles. So our big and our little muscles, they're stabilizing muscles, but we're also working the range of our joints and then the strength of them too, which is really important as we age because we want to keep our mobility and keep our strength to prevent injuries and falls, you know, and lack of movement as to see. So, you know, having that balance is super important. And again, one of the huge benefits of Pilates. So, you know, if you do a Pilates session, you don't ever finish going, oh, I need to go off to the gym now because you should feel like you've done strength work and you never finish a Pilates session going, oh, I need to go off and now do a stretch session because you've done it all in the same way. We're in the same class. But, you know, sometimes, you know, if you do a gym workout, you might finish a gym workout and be like, okay, now I need to do five to 10 minutes of stretching because I've spent the whole time contracting muscles and trying to strengthen them, but I haven't really done a lot of mobility work. So that's the sort of lovely joy of Pilates is that we get the two-in-one, which is, you know, an added bonus when you're short on time. So that's it for this week. I really hope you enjoyed this, you know, episode. Maybe you've been doing Pilates for a while and this is just kind of highlighting some other things you can start thinking about in your exercises. We always talk about in Pilates, the exercises being like an onion. So there's layers to them. Even in the really simple exercises, like a bridge, you may be one week focusing on your hamstring activation. The next one, you might want to focus on your spinal movement. The next one, you might want to focus on where your weight is. You know, there are so many layers within an exercise and even the simple exercises we can get so much out of depending on what layer we're working on. So having that high highlighted can sometimes help just to change an exercise so you get more out of it or it makes it more individual to you so you really you know work on it to suit your body but if you're new to Pilates then I hope this episode inspires you to give it a go you know give it a try because there really are so many benefits and again if you want to give it a try then definitely sign up for my free fully charged five-day challenge we kick off on Monday November 13th and you can find the sign up for that in this week's episode show notes all right I hope you have a fantastic week everyone and I'll see you again next week on the podcast Thanks for listening into the podcast. Please hit subscribe to be updated for each time we release a new podcast.